<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Yeah, that's kind of what uh, my perspective as well. Like, I had always listened to podcasts, but, um, and I had always thought more so, like, oh, I'm going to do me a YouTube channel. But I was like, I'm kind of a, I know, right? But I'm kind of a self-conscious person. So I never, like, pulled the trigger on it. And, but I was like, I'm always talking about stuff and discussing things with people. And um, actually, we kind of know each other um, just in general from the past. And so I was like trying to think who I would do one with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, let's let's just do this. I was like, it'll be fun. And we always have like these good conversations because mm-hmm. um, we had a planning meeting and we ended up talking for like two hours. And I was like, all of this could have been on the podcast, but we didn't hear record. And that's why and I, I hit like, record. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, let's just do it. Like, we don't we don't have to be super polished and professional like it's just for fun mm-hmm. it's just our um takes and outlooks on things and um it's really kind of one of those sometimes you know people don't realize you need a creative outlet you need a, a release of something that's like not work not something you just have to do because sometimes just chopping it up with people and just you know listening to what their perspective is and giving your perspective it's really kind of it just it kind of gives you a a good feeling or a release that sometimes you just don't even realize you need so absolutely agree absolutely agree yeah yeah okay cool right now we're about to get into the makings of you this is the makings of you it is true the makings of you This is Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. Hello, everyone. How y'all doing? We have another awesome individual that we have here today. We're going to learn a little bit about her background, where she's from, why she do the things she do, why she thinks the way she thinks, perhaps. But, you know, it feels good because I have someone from my hometown here, and it, another person from my hometown, and it's beautiful. But I would like to introduce Kim or Kimberly. Say hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, everybody. What's up? <laughs> so... Kim, what, what do you like me to call you? You want me to call you Kimberly or Kim? I answer to either. Kim is fine. That's how okay. most people call me. Okay, okay, okay. But to get into the makers of you, all right? Have you heard, listen to the makers of you yet? I have. Okay. So, you know, oh, see, see, good. See, so she may not be surprised by all of these questions about to come at her <laughs> right here. So, then once again, these are open-ended questions. You answer these questions how you feel comfortable answering these questions. Um, if you don't want to answer the question, that's fine. We'll go on to the next one. Or we just ain't got to worry about that one at all. But we're going to start off a little bit. Like, I want to say a little bit about you. Once again, from my hometown, went to my high school, part of my graduating class. Of I'm just going to call it Cujo High from now on. Oh, four. Um, yes, <laughs> yes. But I love that you started doing a podcast. And when I said, 
Kim, she she's so quiet though. I'm like, I've never heard you talk this much the whole four years at JT within the time. And I love it though. I love it. But let's get into the first question. How would you describe yourself? Oh man. Um so like you just said, initially I come off to people very shy and reserved because I am somewhat of a, a shy and reserved person. Like sometimes it takes me a minute to feel comfortable, spend situations and to open up because I'm just self-conscious. But I also am, I call myself like a little firecracker sometimes because once I get going or if you hit that, hit that, that button, I can go zero to a hundred real quick to take the, that. take that from Drake. <laughs> and that. so... Yeah. So I'm just a, I feel like I'm a, a cool um, down to earth person, but I do have that side of me. Like, don't test me, don't push me because then everybody's like, oh, Kim. Yeah, that's me. So um, I'm a, just a cool chill. And I'm, I'm kind of weird and kind of geeky on some notes. So I think people kind of know that about me. Okay. Okay. Thank you. What do you identify as? In terms of just open-ended okay um man that's a hard one (laughs) i identify as a fun-loving spirit um i do not like to be stagnant um i like to always be progressing and i um i would say i'm kind of a a different kind of black chick. I kind of identify like I'm I'm rooted in the culture and I, I'm deeply, I'm down for my people, but then I can also see things on another level, on another side. And sometimes I have interests, right? <laughs> sometimes I have interests that are a little bit left to center, so to speak. Okay. Okay. What's your sign? Scorpio, baby. Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah. don't do that to me. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to get into that right now. But yeah. that's just it's okay. How we, we're misunderstood. I'm sorry. Okay. We misunderstood. We, we, we're trying to understand y'all. I think okay. you, you may okay. be the first Scorpio we've had on the show. At least answer, asking the the question since it's been on the show. But welcome, welcome. my. I can't even say fellow. Welcome, Scorpio. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how would you find your childhood and upbringing? Um, my childhood and upbringing was very... Uh, had two parent household. Um, I would say very sheltered because my parents um, wanted the best for me. So, I mean, we had that very cookie cutter. Mom and dad provided for me, had standards. I was going to go to school. I was going to get an education. And if I wasn't going to do school, I was going to, you know, get a job. Like college was something that I always like, you hear people say, I never imagined it. Like I had no question that I was going to school. Um, I had rules and you know, structure in my life. So it was very um, structured and I never really wanted for anything of the necessities type of thing. I mean, I wasn't spoiled, but you know, if I needed braces or I needed to go to the doctor or I needed something for school, my parents swooped in and had me. Good. So. Lessons. Lessons. Do you have any siblings? Yes. I have an older sister and then I have a younger brother. So oh. I'm right dab in the middle. Do you ever, do you ever feel like you're the middle child? 
Uh, yes, I do. Just because my sister, there's a little bit of age gap between us. So she was kind of like a second parent in some ways. And so as I was growing up, she was off in college. And then me and my brother, like right here together. Mm-hmm. And he's the baby of the family. And he's more of an outgoing personality. And my sister's like Miss Beauty Queen. Um, She's very social. And so then I'm kind of like that little dud in the middle that's quiet and, um, you know, sometimes overlooked. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Where do you consider home? With my parents. Like, no matter how old I get, um, I feel most at home. Like, I gravitate toward their house and, with you know, with them. And even as my advanced age, I still do things with the family. Um, like I said, we just grew up close-knit. And so I consider home where they are. Okay. Growing up, did you have any chores? not structured like I didn't have something specific like every Wednesday you have to you know do the dishes it was just hey this needs to be done hey I need you to get in here and dry those dishes or um you know whatever it may have been I mean we helped clean up and stuff but I didn't have anything like structured where I knew I had to do this on this day (laughs) (laughs) must be nice (laughs) I know my my mom kind of she kind of held us down on that note but we did have to help okay okay what are or what were your beliefs? Um, well, of course, I, you know, believe in God. Um, I'm not going to say I'm the strongest religious type person. I'm, I'm not as deep into it as I should be, but I do believe and I do try to take, you know, that part of it and live life according to, you know, certain standards and principles and goals. Um, outside of religion, I just believe in doing right by people and, mm-hmm. um, trying to, you know, do the right thing. And just because I can do something doesn't mean I should. Um, I'm a very fiercely loyal person sometimes to my detriment. And so if I, if I cut for you, I cut for you, but if I don't, you're dead to me. So that's kind of how I operate, um, in life. So I just try to do right by people, try to do the right thing. I can't say I always do, but, um, just try to stay on the rooted in life and in God. Okay. Okay. If you had a theme song, what would it be? Um, I don't know the name of the song, but um, yeah, I just know it says, what is it? Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. <laughs> I'm trying. You're right. That's me. Lose my lose head. My head. <laughs> right. um, that's the, oh my gosh. I think oh it's uh, Grandmaster or no, no, these yeah. are break. It's the same guy who sing it. Okay. Um, it's not not cool, Modi. I think it's Grandmaster Flash. I can't. I don't um, know. Why I don't know it, but I can't. I don't. Yeah. I'm. A, we go. You know, we go play that. Okay. During right. this. Okay. You know, we go build that over. <laughs> that, that's a good song, though. That's a deep <laughs> song, too, man. Yeah. Yeah. People don't know about that. Okay. What was an impactful moment in your life? Ooh. Um. An impactful moment was, um, it was a negative moment at the time. It was a very bad breakup and I struggled with it for like a good time. Like it it really tested me. But the reason why I was impactful because when I came out on the other side, I really learned some things about myself and it really taught me that like, no matter how low you you get, if you just kind of, you know, do what you need to do for you and take care of you, you, you'll eventually look up and come out on the outside and be like, you know what? First of all, you wouldn't, can I cuss on this? Yes. Okay. First of all, you wouldn't bash shit. 
and you tried to, you know, you tried to break me, but here I am doing better and now I don't need you. So that was impactful for me. Okay. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for asking, but you obviously haven't listened to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I have, but I just don't remember because I curse. So it I'm just... trying to stop cursing. That's how bad it's getting to the point. I am Me really too. trying to stop. So. I need to do better, but it feels so good sometimes. It, it like just releases. to say the word, fuck. You may, you, you may be on that show. We're going to have that discussion. That's a culture thing, but we're we going to talk about that a little bit later. We may put that down at the note. Um, all right. How would you define joy? Man, joy is just being able to be free and 100% you, where you don't feel restrained. You don't feel like you have to change who you are. You can just be. And so if something makes you happy, you can just let it out and not feel self-conscious about it. Like, just if you laugh, you don't care if you're laughing and it sounds like a hyena. You don't care how your face looks. Like, it's just that feeling of being uninhibited. All right. I love that. I love that. What privileges do you benefit from? Oh, um, I definitely benefit from, I would say definitely the whole two parent household thing. I think I really had privileges from that and educated parents um, that, you know, maybe they didn't have everything. But then from that experiences, they did do better and then did better by their kids. And I also think probably um, I benefit from being educated myself. And so sometimes when people know you have some degrees behind you, they treat you differently. Sometimes, not always, not that that makes you better or anything. And then I think sometimes I do benefit from being a little bit on the um, light skin side of life. Um, not as much as some others, but I mean, I think that that privilege is there. I'm giving to you, afforded to you. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm just going to appreciate you sharing that with us, your privileges. What do you think of your privileges? Uh, how are you disciplined growing up? Um, definitely had the belt oh. <laughs> or whatever was available. <laughs> um, and we didn't, we didn't do the whole timeout thing. It was just basically either you were getting, you know, cussed out, uh, talk, you know, talk to as, as black parents do. Or, I mean, if it was bad enough, I mean, my parents, they, they did the belt, the whole whooping, beating, spanking, whatever you want to call it. And, um, I'm, I'm better for it. I'm not scarred or anything behind it. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> I, I was talking to someone, I was on the show yesterday. Someone said, they call them the leathers. I like the leathers. <laughs> Lord, I was like, heard of that one, but <laughs> right, <laughs> I never heard that either. <laughs> Different culture, by the way, but right, same oh, okay. routine, same routine. Yeah. You about to get your ass whooped, is what I know. Yeah, okay, handle up. Okay, who were or who are your role models? Ooh. So, I definitely, of course, my role model is my mom, um, just how. She has carried herself through life and just certain things that have happened haven't always been the easiest for her, but just knowing her, she's like one of the, the sweetest people you'll ever meet. And um, I'm sure she has her own baggage and things that she deals with, but I it, it never presented itself to me growing up and just how she has always held me down and even things that she can't change. She's always been there for me. Um, so as far as someone that I know, um, Personally, that would be a role model. Um, maybe if I had to choose somebody like famous, uh, I know some people may. Oh, you don't want that? Uh, okay. I don't think I can hear you. No, I'm muting my mic. There's some dogs barking uh, outside. No, you oh, okay, can, okay. You can say you can answer if you want to answer. That's all. That's fine. 
Yes, I will go with my mom. I okay. think that would be my role model. All right. If you could start over in life, like just a reset button, would you do it? Honestly, I would because hindsight is twenty twenty. I mean, I am who I am. And, you know, I mean, you have to be at peace with what is and who you are. But um, just if I could restart over, there must be some things. I think I would because I really believe one of the biggest things that I never had in my life was confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I really have some talents and ability, but I never had the the confidence or um, discipline to stick with some things. And I think if I had had that, then I probably would be at some of my goals and, and some of the things where I would want to be at this point in life. Okay. Okay. How do you relax? Um, I like superficial entertainment. Um, you know, movies, music, I really, you know, I've always been big into music and all types of music. Um, when the world was open, one of my favorite things was just to go up on a Saturday, like Sunday morning, like 10 o'clock and go watch a movie. It didn't matter really what it was, but I just liked being in the almost empty theater because I didn't, I don't, I wasn't picking up off the vibes of other people around me. I didn't feel like I had to be self-conscious of like people around me and I have to, you know, close in and, you know, put on that. You could just sit in a dark theater and watch a movie, but we don't have that right now. So movies at the house or um, reading a good book is nothing like it. Getting lost in, you know, deep thought of reading. And then um, of course, I I just like mindless social media, you know, internet. Although sometimes it's to my detriment. I mean, I'm like most people in 2020. That's one of the things that I do. Okay. Okay. What is a quote that you live by? I, what I say the most is, um, when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. All right, all right. Do you, do you know who said that? Do you know who that originates from? Don't know, but I feel like it is so appropriate, especially right now. You know, okay. I feel like sometimes people they do things and they create their own storms, and then they cry when it's rain when it mm. rains. And I'm like, what? What did you expect? Mm. Speak on it. So, Speak on so. it. I thought you was gonna say catch these hands where they land, but oh, that's a whole but. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but it, it, in my mind, it came from my head because I was like, well, you finna catch these. Yeah, so I like right that. You, hey, you need to put that as a quote. You put that up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last meal. What would it be and who would prepare it? Last meal. I think if I was having to have a last meal, I wouldn't want anything elaborate. I would just go back to something that I know that is a surefire hit that I've always enjoyed in life, whether good or bad. Give me a pepperoni pizza. Um, I don't really have a favorite place. Just hook me up with a pepperoni pizza and my mama's peach cobbler, and I'll be mm. straight. Okay. See me okay. on my way. Okay. And a Coke. And a Coke. Pizza, cobbler, Coke. Take yep. care. All right. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Christmas. All right. Okay. I don't fuck with Thanksgiving like that. <laughs> I'll be like, look, give me that one plate and I'm done. Let's let's move on to Christmas. You said that on your show. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. I have some words for you. But okay, we'll come <laughs> back to that. How would you how would you want people to remember you? I would want people first to truly understand me. I sometimes I feel like I'm misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And then I would want people to remember me 
not for my mistakes or shortcomings, but just that I'm a real person and that in everything that I do, I try to be genuine and my motives and intentions are always good and that I care about people. So regardless of the outcome, I mean, not to say that, you know, I do hurt people and I do do, you know, wrong and bad things. But if you level it all out, that I was a good person and that, you know, my intentions were good. All right. All right. Last question. How would you define your culture? So I am very pro-black. So I see that as my culture. Um, we are a proud people. We have been through a lot. A lot of most of it didn't deserve, um, but we're resilient and creative and um, innovative. And so no matter what the world tries to like throw at, you know, black people and I put myself in that strongly, like we gonna make it. So the economy may be trash, you know, Corona may be flying through everywhere, but I mean, it ain't nothing that our ancestors haven't experienced and we haven't experienced and we like roaches. When it's all said and done, we still gonna be here. Like the world can end, but it's gonna be roaches and black folks. Did you say roaches? Oh Lord Jesus! Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't mean like black people are roaches, but you know, know. they say like. Yeah, I, we... I, I I understood you, and once again, okay, I yeah. I understand you, but you know how the world is. They're gonna hear right. that. They're gonna so, be the tagline right there. They're gonna be a catch like Black people are roaches. I'm like, but nah. I understand you're re- yeah. resilient. So much can't take us out, and we've been here at the beginning. We're gonna be here at the end. I yeah. understand you. Okay, okay like yeah, I got understand you. you. So we just have to clarify for some folks out there. Y'all don't come that? for me, world. Don't come you, for me, you, world. You say that quite often too, is you know, sometimes you be tossing some things and they go come. The one hey. thing we take from here from everything culture, um, people gonna take uh, people gonna hear what they want to hear and they're gonna see what they want to see. Right. They're gonna go to come in with their own preconceived notions and either they wanna learn from us or they want to, you know, just stay in their ignorance. People gonna be mad and everybody ain't gonna love you. Everybody ain't for everybody. You can't so. make everybody happy. R.I.P. Ma and Pinky. But all <laughs> right, we have that was Kimberly. Thank you so much, Kimberly. And Kimberly is one part of the Vibe Killer podcast. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on all the platforms. You can hear podcasts. I listen to them on Spotify. But they're a great show. They're on episode four, four or five. Four or five. We, we, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just making it happen. You we know? just out here living. You know, and we love it. We love it. So thank you again, Kim. And we'll see y'all in this upcoming episode this week. Peace.